so I beat Phantom Pain. Yeah. And Four months later. <laughs> I yeah. don't have, you know, I don't want to talk too much about it, but that that game solidified Metal Gear, the franchise, up around Mass Effect for me. As far as really? importance and how much I love it. Yeah. Yeah, the so, ending's good. Did you, you like the ending? Yeah, like it. <clears throat> found it intriguing, whatever. I mean, it was just really threw me a curveball. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it was just unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it like radically changes the entire game. Yeah, everything. It radically changes all of the games. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just thinking about the implications of it, and I don't know, it's just so cool. But should we keep alluding to it, or can we talk about it? We can talk about um, it. Um, I think we it, should guys. talk about it. We can. Talk okay, about cool. It. Um, spoilers, ending for Phantom Pain. You should have played it by now, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you're not actually Big Boss, right? Right. Right. So, I loved that because <clears throat> it totally, totally reversed everything you were thinking about while playing the game. Yeah. And, apparently, a lot of people actually figured that out from the very beginning of the game. Which I don't understand which, how. Which yeah. I don't understand how mm-hmm. either. I wouldn't have either. I think I think the only the only indication is that like obviously we see Big Boss in four. So and he doesn't have a horn coming out of his head. Right, right. <laughs> so like I thought about that. But those are things that I sort of just was like, oh well he probably comes out or he gets Like it maybe it got yeah, <clears throat> like what, Metal Gear Four takes place like thirty years later, yeah. so maybe they figured out how to remove it. Yeah, and, and, and other things too, like it is funny when you replay I love how you replay the hospital mission and everything mm-hmm. is identical up until the very uh, end. Yeah, and that's just so cool. But um the thing there are so many other things that you kind of were like, man, how didn't I figure this out sooner? Like, for, you don't, you didn't remember Quiet's face. You no, know? exactly. I freaked out. They, they show you that, but you just don't think about it because of the hair and everything, which is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when you first oh, see yeah. the man on fire, he's wearing his his Gru outfit, so it should have been like, oh, that's Volgan, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Alex, you and, actually yeah. mentioned that on one of the earlier podcasts when we initially talked about it. Yep. What do you mean? That you way back when like you first only started it and Nick and I finished it, you actually said he looks like Volgan. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, that actually um that was actually a pretty agreed upon thing on the internet that that, that okay. it was him. That makes me happy because um the reason the I don't the reason I don't remember saying that, Josh, is because if you remember, I, I seriously think I started that game in October. I that's, didn't I yeah, that's when you said it. Yeah, I didn't play it all the way until <clears throat> like all, most of the game, eighty percent of the game was in January. But anyhow, so that was amazing. And then another thing that, I, of course, I didn't replay the first hospital mission, so I'm not sure. But I'm, it was probably the same. Ishmael's voice it, was Kiefer Sutherland. Yes, it yeah. was exactly the same. Yeah. So, and yeah, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> oh my god, it was so crazy. That's what I thought was weird. Anyway, from the very beginning of the game was. And, like, seeing that launch trailer of that portion of the game was, yeah. like, why is this Keeper Sutherland's voice? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, like, never would have guessed, like, oh, you're not actually him. <laughs> I-, I think they did a good job of making it a red herring because... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were suspicious, but even even me, I didn't even really pick up on it because yeah. 
I, I wasn't, I would never even consider something like that. So no. I, I would be like, oh, that must not be his voice. It, you know what I mean? Or something yep. like that. But just really, really incredible. Um, I loved Skullface's role. I know how you said way, way back, you guys were like, Skullface is nothing. But I don't know. I thought he was cool. He was kind of like a non-character, though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I love yeah. his voice. I love hearing his revort or his voice on recordings. Yeah, I love that. Um, and his motivation was ridiculous oh, to eradicate the English language. M- most definitely ridiculous. Um, I will also say something else that I feel very, very stupid about. I did not realize until very, very late in the game that XOX or XOF was Fox backwards. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I, I swear I mean it took me whenever they said it, I was like, What? Well Yeah. I, I felt so stupid. And Alex, to make you feel even worse, you you should have realized that playing uh Ground Zero. Snake Eater. Yeah, Ground or Zero. So, or something. Yeah, I don't not Snake yeah. Eater, but yeah, I should have known about that and I I didn't if I did see that in Ground Zeroes, I sort of put it out of my mind. And now that you say that, they don't they sort of tell you that blatantly in Ground Zeroes? They like home in on it of the on the helicopter i remember that and then never yeah mind. they show him, like, okay i straight up forgot either way i'm an idiot but yeah i i did forget about that so i was like oh my god alex come on come on idiot. the uh <laughs> the coolest thing about the ending for me is that apparently in like the original metal gear you or is it's metal gear one or metal gear two i don't remember which one but you you s- supposedly kill big boss at mm-hmm. the end and it's it actually is Venom Snake, because obviously Big Boss is at, at the end of four, mm-hmm. and I just love that even though there's no way Kojima planned this far in advance, you know, to to wrap it up this way. I wouldn't put it past a man like that. Nah, I, I wouldn't either, Josh. I mean, I, I I agree, Nick, but I also agree, Josh. Like he wanted to stop making those games after like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> and then two, and then Snake Eater, and then four. So, like, I don't think he expected to keep it going this long. It was just because Konami kind of forced him to. So there's no... there. I just refuse to believe that. <laughs> what, but I would say that he did really bring it all together in an awesome way. Yeah, like, I, that... Damn, man. The that, only thing I'm blanking franchise. on... I'm blanking on right now. Uh, Eli <laughs> is Venom Snake, right? Liquid. Liquid. No, Eli's liquid. Eli's liquid. Okay. Which was also insane and cool. And like, yeah, I knew that immediately. Like that was so obvious. I, well, I'm a noob then because I didn't think about that. Did you watch the, the 51 yet? The time just made so much sense. 51, Josh. Uh, episode 51. Uh, no, because I still have to be two extremes. No, wait. Which? What's the last one in the game? 50. 50. Yeah, 51 is just a left out video about Eli yeah. and what happens to him in Solanthropus. You only can oh, watch cool. it on YouTube. Oh, I co- yeah, I forgot about that. Well, I will, Yeah, um, I actually still haven't watched it yet either. Cool. Um, so, even so, I do have two extremes left. I, the Solanthropus and um, <clears throat> the Code Talker mission. So, once I beat those, I'll officially be done with playing the game. Have you but, tried any of the FOB stuff? I was just going to ask no, that. No. And, and I, don't get me wrong. I, lo- I love the idea of it. I would love to do it. I, I'm not going to make time for it. You should infiltrate at least one. You should just try it once. Just infiltrate a base? Just, just pick... pick somebody and try infiltrating it and just see how it works because okay. it's 
it's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. I'll do I'll do that after I get off the podcast. I'll beat those two missions and in- infiltrate. I'd love to try online. No sense in making time. I for never. It. I meant try. I meant to reinstall it because it just came out on PC, but I kind of just don't care. Like it's apparently not that great. So. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. I mean, it's it sucks. I, I feel like the game deserves it, but it, at the end of the game or at the end of the day, who cares? It's the multi. Like they, what matters is the single. They've done a lot of really gross microtransaction mm. stuff too. Okay. Wonder, so. wonder where the nuke numbers are at. I don't know. I haven't checked. I figured that would be like a big headline if it actually happened. I'm gonna see uh, this is this. funny. On my no joke, exactly where I am on my hangout screen on my phone. My every time I speak, my throat is lighting up. I must have vocal cord parasites. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man, I, I never want to hear that phrase that, again. That phrase is so good. I, I'm one of the people. It's so stupid that I love hearing him say it. I just can't believe how he says it in the exact same manner every yep, every time. time. And he never shortened it to parents parasites. No nope. vocal cord parasites. He talks so slow. Mm-hmm. Like those cassettes were just maddening well, after a while. I, <clears throat> since. You guys listen to them while you're doing things. As you know, I make them an active listening thing. So I stare at the screen, and I just read faster than I hear, and I was able to keep fast-forwarding. So, Oh, yeah. If you just tap right trigger, it just goes to the next you know, part of speech. So I was able – I flew through cassettes. I loved doing that. Yeah, I guess you couldn't really do that while playing. Mm-mm. So worked out well. Old dinner. I'm seeing so. no new numbers for the disarmament event. No, I. That's what I'm saying. I. I think we would have known. So, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Is there anything else that we wanted to touch on, or is that good? I think that's it. All right. Anything else? We'll continue offline. So, if we can, let's make a note that it stops it. You know, wherever it does. Yeah, I'll write it down. Because <clears throat> that's pretty big. I mean, I respect people because you know how I am with. You know, it takes me a while to play stuff, and that would be an awful, awful spoiler. Yeah, I. <laughs> it is and it isn't because, like, there I, listening to opinions online, like some people were pissed because they were like, "Well, this whole game was meaningless. <laughs> you know, you're you, you did nothing, and it accomplished nothing, and it it furthered nothing in Metal Gear." Alex, yeah. do you remember but, also? Oh, sorry, I didn't. I interrupted. Good. Just just that actually it makes Big Boss out to be more of an evil, evil mastermind. Not it, necessarily evil, actually. Just an insane mastermind. It, it ma- and it makes him more legendary. Which yes. Which is the reputation that he has. Yes. Like, he and, the, and like legitimately legendary in a way. Yeah. It, it, like, <clears throat> the, whole, the whole thing of furthering his, like... I don't know. Legend. Ideals and legend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like just just continuing that and he doesn't even have to have a hand in it. Yeah. He just tricked. Didn't lift a finger. Well, and then also it actually does kind of make him evil because he tricked one of his most loyal soldiers into Kaz. thinking he was Big Boss. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, true. That's that's duplicitous. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I remember it's reading an totally article insane. about uh how the game isn't even about big boss like that game is about diamond dogs and that's it like yeah. that's that's the focal point and before starting it i thought diamond dogs was kind of a silly i don't know i thought it was I a silly it. name i didn't i, I think love it comes that from, name. <laughs> i want to say it's a david bowie reference i wouldn't be surprised that's cool 
Alex, uh, speaking of spoilers, you also remember saying a while back uh, when we initially were talking about it, how you wouldn't have cared if we spoiled Metal Gear Solid, the ending for you. And now thinking about it, how mad you yeah, you're Yeah, you're right. I would yeah. have been very, very disappointed. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. I, I think that was more for the sake of the podcast, because like, I, I, I didn't want to hold you guys up. But now I respect that you were like, no, no, we're not spoiling it. So that's yeah. good. <clears throat> so what's next on your list then? Dark Souls 2. Is that an not Dark, so good? Not Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls 2. Oh, so good. I've been playing so much of yeah. that game. Oh, and, and my only regret is if I had beaten this a month ago, it would have been my number one on my game of the year list. Metal Gear? Yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. But yeah. uh, as it stands, I won't. I probably won't even put it on my regular 10 this year. It'll be one of my mentions, you know, because I don't want to just repeat everything that you guys did last year, that kind of a thing, you know? Yep. But, uh, damn. Witcher, so, yeah, Dark, Dark Souls. Souls yeah, because I'll probably play both of them this year, and that's just silly to put on the list. <laughs> so, Dark Souls 2 is so fucking good. I cannot it's wait. It's so, so good. Overrated. I don't know... It's not over. Actually, Dark Souls Two is not even rated. Yeah. Mo- most people don't like it. I don't know if I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it to you guys. How it's it's possibly becoming my favorite one because I, yeah, I was I've, just going to ask you that. I've definitely played it the most, like time investment mm-hmm. wise, and I'm always thinking about it again. <laughs> still, still playing it after. I don't know. It originally came out like what two or three years ago. Yeah, oh, yeah. Two years ago, we were. I think we were still in college. No, no, it came out, it came out like our first year after graduating. So oh yeah, I'm thinking years. of regular Dark Souls came out in college. That's yeah, cool. that did. Duh. But like, I'm I'm still just playing through the DLC, which I mentioned before. But like, it's very challenging. Like, it's legitimately hard. In like within a game that is not very hard, Dark Souls Two is honestly kind of easy compared to. <laughs> demons in the first dark souls cool so i mean that it's it's cool yeah i'm glad that it'll still be like a challenge and everything but uh i don't know dark, dark souls tests you you know that's that really it's definitely to see if it's you can definitely stick with it. uh yeah sticking with it mm-hmm. especially i failed that some test. of these <laughs> yes you did fail that dramatically test. a bridge ruined it <laughs> well you played um you played the scholar of the first sin release right mm-hmm. yes yeah, so that it actually starts out really hard. Like the very beginning of that game is is hard. But I just want to reiterate the fact that it wasn't because of the difficulty that I quit. Yeah, that's what so. I'm saying. Like you were doing fine and yeah. you like got through the first area and whatever. Yeah. It it is definitely two more than the first game is definitely something that just requires like banging your head against the wall over and over to get through some stuff. Like one of the bosses in like the second DLC, the uh, Crown of the Iron King, it's like a fire area, took me hours. It took me hours and hun- maybe a hundred tries to beat this one boss. <laughs> but it was so satisfying. Yeah. It was great because it it was um it wasn't cheap, which is like the Hallmark. thing. Yeah, it's like the thing of Souls. Like it's not cheap. You just need to be good i'm not gonna get into this (laughs) what is there to get into i disagree completely about what i think it's it's not challenging unfair difficulty it's difficult it's definitely not unfair it's difficult just to be difficult that's all there is to it no it isn't like 
All right, here's an example. So say you're super underleveled, or not even super underleveled. Say you're underleveled compared to someone you're fighting in Dark Souls. Are you yeah. are you going to be able to beat that boss? Yes. Yeah, you can. Like yeah, if you're if you're persistent and precise enough, absolutely. And, yeah, and you come up with some sort of a strategy, even if yeah. it's cheesing. Like even yeah, even if you're like pretty far underleveled. Yeah. Yes. Because okay. because let's put it this way, I am actually max level right now. I I have hit the. I've played so much of this second playthrough of two that I've hit the like hard cap on stats for all the like major ones, like all, like how much melee damage I do because I still play primarily melee. I'm at the hard cap of those stats, meaning if I put points into it anymore, it's not benefiting me at all. And what your playstyle? Yeah, yeah. So so because I'm at that hard cap, I technically cannot do any more damage than I can right now. And I technically cannot take any less damage than I can right now, other than maybe some armor resistance that could go up. So, crazy to me. this boss... That. What do you mean? Like, a cap like that. I don't know, it's just weird to me. I, just pl- I figured in just playing a game a like that, you should always be able to like just keep leveling up and keep getting more powerful, but they cap you out. No, because it would, bra- it would, it would legitimately break the game. Even, th- even though you can always already kind of break the game that way, that there just has to be a limit. I mean, all games, all RPGs do that. Like, Skyrim did that. It was some unbelievable number, but it did that. Uh, everything does that. Now, even though I hit that point, this boss was still hard. And it still took a lot of effort, and, like, I had to really plan out what I was doing. I had to hit dodges perfectly, like... So, technically, if you could do all of those same moves with doing less damage, it would just take... It would just be a longer battle. It might take you three times as long, but if you're really good, you could do it. This this all comes back to its complete preference and play style. Yeah, I mean, from person to person, because if we comparing something, I'm gonna just because I've been playing it crazy again, and you've played a shitload of it, I'm gonna compare The Witcher Three. You you said you had difficulties on normal. Mm -hmm. I'm playing on Death March, and it's hard, but I think it's a totally fair hard that I can get by and I enjoy doing. That game is also like you need persistence for sure Mm -hmm. to get through some encounters in that game but we're kind of like we we reverse roles when talking about dark souls i think dark souls i think that difficulty is stupid i don't think it's fair whereas you think that is the fair sort of difficulty for a game yeah you just haven't you haven't played enough of it like you haven't seen you haven't seen the variability in bosses like dark souls 2 doesn't have that much variation in bosses like that's one of the big complaints with it is that it's kind of samey, and there's a lot of bosses, like, way more than there are in Dark Souls. But, uh, yeah, Alex, there's, like, a ton. You fight a boss constantly in two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Very cool. But, but that ends up, you know, repeating a lot of things. So. I think I played I don't know. enough it's just per- You just know. need to be persistent. Yeah. Well, I mean. The- like, like because same thing happens in Witcher. Like, the, you get to a point in Witcher where you're not really fighting that many different things and you're not really changing up your play style that much well other than having to apply different oils and like i still look in the area all the time to see the best way to fight something yeah but that's but i'm saying like you're still going to dodge at the same time for most of the same enemies Mm -hmm. like for actually almost all enemies you dodge the same way Mm -hmm. you attack the same way you say that you use ken all the time all the time ability and and that's like pretty much all you use mm-hmm. unless you need to 
for a specific enemy. So, like, it's kind of the same thing. Ken and Igni. You end up getting to a point... You end up getting to a point where you're doing basically the same thing in Witcher. Dark Souls still requires you to change your strategy up occasionally. Yeah. Like, significantly. That's... I mean, obviously I can't speak to Witcher, but that's that's an important distinction. I mean, the best thing I can think of, actually, is there was... Maybe for, like, the last third or quarter of the game or something like that in Dark Souls. I was very set in my ways because I liked the way my character looked and I'm dumb yeah, like that. Yep. And I wanted I wanted to keep rolling with that. I had a really I had a tall tower shield, I which I think was made of wood. Now take a wooden shield into that final battle, Nick, what happens? Yeah, does it catch on fire? Well it's it provides almost no resistance because Yeah, because it just it has no right fire resistance. Yeah. yeah. And I I fought him so many times and I was like, Alex, yep. change the shield. I changed to like, you know, something that, that was had pure fire resistance, I'd beat yep. him in a couple tries. Yeah. Like you have to change your, your actual uh ensemble sometimes. And like that's kind of like the Witcher where you have to apply specific oils, oils or use specific yep. signs. Mm-hmm. The the only difference in Dark Souls is that changing a shield can radically change how you play because it might be too heavy or it yes. might be too light. It yes. might be not very durable. So like you can't really rely on it taking too many hits. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, spent, I love Dark Souls. I spent two hours the other night trying to mastercraft gear. Yeah. Two, yeah, two I mean, hours. There's, def- there's definitely, you know, Witcher still has like that level of stuff. It's just, I don't know. Speaking of Witcher, I don't think it's still free, but. A couple days ago, Witcher 2 um, got added to the backwards compat list for Xbox, and it was free for a day. I downloaded it. Yeah. So. No, I mean, it's. I think it's still free. I think it? it's free for a couple days, like till January 3rd, maybe. We tweeted about it. January 3rd? Too, so. January 3rd. February 3rd. <laughs> I'll double check. January 3rd, 2017. I would love for people to play that. Oh, dude, it was it was great. I loved Witcher 2. So I wonder I how it runs as backwards compatible. We'll see when I like, start Like, I wonder that. if it's shitty. Yeah, that seems scary just because of how complex it is, Nick, but yeah. I don't know. February fifth. February fifth, you can get that for free. Cool. So for once we're announcing something and when you hear this, it will not be too late. Yeah, and you'll still be you able can to go get, get it. it. <laughs> I still think it's crazy how that game's only eight gigs, if you're saying it's as big as it is. It is. Two two isn't huge. It's not huge, but it's still big. I mean Yeah. But it, it it goes sort of like back to the thing I can't believe how small Dark Souls was on three sixty. Yeah. It was like I swear it was three or four or five gigs or something stupid like that. Yeah, it it is not big at all, <laughs> which I I think two is huge because it has like a much more sprawling map. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, how dude? It's a it's a Metroid game. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's serious. Like especially Scholar of the First Sin, they made it like a Metroid. Like there's there's reasons to go back to areas and like find secrets and use specific items and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's awesome. Cool. So, what have you been playing? Souls. Other than Souls, I didn't get to talk about it last week because I played it like right after we were recording. Uh, Grow Home, which is a super weird little Ubisoft game that just got released on PC last year, kind of out of nowhere with no announcement or fanfare or anything. Um, not much to talk about other than it's just a really interesting take on sort of player agency within a world like the point of the game is you are this 
robot that can climb things and you will get dropped on a planet and you need to grow this giant plant all the way back up to your ship so you can harvest seeds from it for whatever reason. I don't know. That That's it. That's all you know. And that's all there really is. Your character looks but, like a cannibal android. He does. He does. <laughs> yes. Uh, he looks like one Theo of our... will appreciate that. Yeah, he totally looks like that. Um, and and it's, it's actually a really funny game. Like, it has a good sense of humor. <laughs> nice. Uh, it has a good sense of humor because... Your uh, the the robot. It's like a very physics heavy game. So like your robot kind of wanders around like he's drunk. Like every time you walk into something, he might stumble over it. <laughs> it it's real cool. And the whole point of like the physics stuff is that you climb by grabbing onto things with the triggers. So like you have to hold on with one trigger and then let go and climb up on the other and keep doing that. And that's the whole game is climbing. It's like Wolfenstein. Sort of. Yeah, it actually did have that in Wolfenstein. But this is, like, you can climb on literally anything. You, all, any surface, around any direction. It's not a specific path. Um, Man, look at the textures. And that's what's awesome. Huh? Look at the textures. Yeah, there's... Well, th- that's what I was going to lead up to, is it's... it's There's no texture. It's <laughs> very... It's just flat colors. Black thereof. It looks amazing, though. Like, it actually looks really pretty that way. But... Because it has, like, that lack of texture, there's just this big open world where it lets you grow this plant in any direction you want. Yeah, I'm watching it now, and I have no idea what's going on. The yeah, plant's so just like, growing up into, like, other islands in the sky. Yes, and that's the whole point. You have, to, you have to climb the plant, get to these specific, like, offshoots on the plant, and hold on to those, and then you can make it grow. And you control which direction it grows. So you can, like, go all over the place and crazy, do, like, twirls and whatever. And you have to make it reach these platforms that give the plant, like, energy and make it grow. The plant overall grow. This game's adorable. It's, it, it was so cool. <laughs> adorable. It's, it, it takes, like, two hours or three hours to get to the top. And, like, there's a lot of collectible stuff to do that's all right. I didn't do all of it. I got enough out of it. I just wanted to see. How much you spend on it? I just wanted to see five dollars yeah something it's only on pc but it's totally something that could be on console and i would like really hope maybe some way down the road that it does come to console because it did get some attention that sounds like, like a great five dollar game to- totally mm-hmm. totally and completely out of nowhere some some like ancillary ubisoft team that i've never heard of it's just it's really cool it's a it's a cool thing so um, Ubi came out and said that they will put it on console if it sells enough on PC. Yeah, okay. And who knows how it sold. But you did your part. <laughs> yeah, I bought it. Um, Gi- Giant Bomb had it in their top 10. I remember them talking year. about it and having no idea what it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, And that's the thing is like nobody knows what it is and it's also only on PC. But it's very like low profile. Like you could probably play it on like not very difficult or very high-end hardware so maybe i'll give it a cool thing you should because i maybe it's on mac (laughs) i don't know fascinating so what's what's next for you i started shovel knight oh that's right finally yeah did you beat Um, plague knight i forget if you answered that yeah i did i just did that this morning did you think he was annoying as i was talking about it was annoying It, it took me two tries yeah just annoying yeah that game's really cool yeah it's, that was one of your top tens at one point, wasn't it, Josh? Twenty fourteen. Yeah, I think it came out in 
2014. Well, it wasn't last year, so yeah, if it was on my list, it was 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it that long ago? Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah. Super cool. It it's it has great music. It's definitely stuck in like the that era of games like Super Nintendo. Did you get the Looks great, art's great. Did you get the uh, Plague DLC with it? Yeah, it's free. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. You said it was just playing through it again yeah. as that character. Mm-hmm. I I doubt I'll do it. I don't I don't really care. Yeah, I I didn't worry about it. Especially because after playing as Shovel Knight, it's just a complete change of pace from how you play that game. I didn't feel like dealing with it. Yeah, it, the my biggest complaint with it is the controls are definitely not as tight as I thought they'd be. For for how much kind of accolades it got being sort of similar to Mega Man, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I miss jumps all the time. Now, do you think you miss so, them because it's unfair, or you just no? I don't. Them? I can't say it's. Mm-hmm. I can't say it's unfair. I just feel like I'm not used to it. Plague but Knight's played the it. third night you kill? No, like fifth or sixth. Oh, or that something. far? Like, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you're maybe four. over halfway through then. Yeah, I didn't think it was very long because I'm kind of blowing through it. It's just, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I maybe have two hours and I figured after two hours I'd be used to it, you know? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So I wondered how far into it you were. Yeah, so I don't know. The controls are definitely a little weird. But reminded, not a huge deal. Reminded me of Volgar controls. See, Volgar felt a lot tighter. I don't. I don't know. I thought they were kind of, like similar. They're kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of similar. Oh, set animation, game. set jump height. The game was so much fun. Volgar the Viking. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you heard that anywhere? Last time you talked about it, like forty episodes Which was, ago. Yeah, so yeah. long ago. Yeah. Volgar. I beat Gone Home. Yeah, and you didn't. You didn't really care for it. No, and I think it. I think knowing. Uh, first off, I'm going to say right now that that game's been out long enough. We're going to spoil it. We have to right spoil now. it. Yeah. Um, Alex, you won't play it. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. No. no. Knowing Not that I don't want to. I just won't. <laughs> knowing that yeah. uh, the missing character, I knew she was gay going into it. And yeah. I guess knowing that, even though that wasn't the major twist at the end, I I guess knowing that through the entire time I was playing it. I kind of figured something like that was going to happen. I wouldn't even really I wouldn't even really say there's much of a twist at all in the game. Not not necessarily a twist, but the the ending, the very last thing you find out where she runs away with her girlfriend. That's that's yeah. what you find out. Um I think just knowing that she was gay throughout the entire game kind of just ruined it for me for the ending, which is my own fault. It's not the game's mm-hmm. fault at all. It's, it's it's my own for knowing that ending or knowing the the premise of the game itself. But you said yeah. you knew that too and you still yeah, I knew that. I knew that because I thought I I thought it was going to be a game I'd never play. And then, you know, I read about it because it had like a lot of buzz back when it came out, especially because people were just complaining that this isn't a game and it's $20 like and it lasts for maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. But so I read about everything because I just wanted to know what people were talking about. But no, that didn't change my opinion of the game at all cuz like the the good parts about it were just how it explained that story by you just searching around mm-hmm. and like how the voice acting was good like reading reading everything it was like very personal definitely the whole stuck in the 90s thing like listening listening to one of the creators Steve Gaynor talk about it how 
they specifically set out to set that game in a time period where there were not cell phones and everybody didn't have the internet and how that how that would make learning stuff like this really difficult as the character mm-hmm. you're you're this girl's sister who has been gone for a long time you've been in Europe or something and so you come home and have no idea what's been happening because the only way of communicating was through letters like it was it was right at that time how primitive before yeah like literally right before the internet would take off you know so even even dial up like they this was before probably dial up so yeah, just that's to give you an idea sh- on time frame one of the things you found were cassette tapes that you listened to not even CDs, yeah like cassettes cassette tapes. cassettes and vhs tapes all over the place of like recordings of you know broadcast television so like people would rip movies off of tv you know <laughs> Like it, it's such I, a. I it's remember such a, doing that. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it, exactly, and that that was part of what I liked so much about it was for us specifically. Like that's we we experienced that. Like we were we were there. We were young enough to remember when there was no internet and, and we, when there and was no cell phones. It's crazy because we were at the tail end of it. Like <clears throat> I actually the tail end of it for I, sure. I actually consider that an important part of my identity. I know that sounds silly, but. No, no, it doesn't sound silly. Maybe it's just because I'm old-fashioned and whatever, but I actually feel sorry for kids who were born into the, you know, in the past, I don't know, 15, 20 years. It's just using, like... Using an iPad from, like, three Yeah, years like, old. I, you know my feelings about that, and I'm glad that I just made the cut. Like, I got in there right before it was too late, and I had a normal childhood, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And that was, normal like... As that's normal from my perspective. Obviously, normal is different now, but yeah, it's a perspective it, thing. That's what made the game so much more relatable. Yeah, for me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So no, I, I well, it was absolutely relatable. But this actually made a really good segue. You guys were talking about you know iPad screens and whatever everywhere, shifting to the two v one iPads everywhere. Two v one movie minute. Uh, I finally watched something that all three of us have been saying we were going to watch. Leon? No, that, sh- I, that would have been perfect. I don't know. That would have been a good one. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. No. <laughs> it, it's more of a Nick and me thing that we're <laughs> never going to watch. Anyways, um, The Zero Theorem. Oh, yeah. The I started with- watching it and then just didn't. Okay, that makes me sad because I was going to say I think you would love it. Oh, I plan to. I, I okay. when I say started watching it, it was literally like a minute, and yeah. then I got sidetracked and walked I, I mean, away. And didn't I obviously think you'd like it too, Josh. Um, it's first of all, if you do not like Terry Gilliam stuff, don't watch it. Uh, if you ever saw Twelve Monkeys and didn't like it, don't watch it. <laughs> and if you don't like Idiocracy, don't watch it. It's it's Twelve Monkeys meets Idiocracy. Really, it, dude, it was. Nothing I was expecting. Wow, that's I, I weird. was expecting more of a serious movie. Yeah. You know, j- don't judge a book by its cover. From the art of the movie on Amazon Prime, I was like, oh, this looks serious. It looks real deep. I mean, actually, it is kind of deep, but it's skinned in 12 Monkeys slash Idiocracy world. And it's right up our alley. But the whole iPad thing. There's one part where he goes to a party that he doesn't want to go to because he's he's real introverted. And everybody, everybody at the party is just holding a giant screen. Like, they're all dancing and everything, but 
everybody has a giant iPad in their hands. And it's just like, nobody goes anywhere without one. They always have an iPad in their hand. Like our cell phones. Well, yeah. Except they just, yeah. and they keep getting bigger, just like they are now. Like, yeah. it's, it's so funny. And I just, I don't know. There was a, it, it was so ridiculous. And it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, well, this is probably going to happen. But anyway, definitely recommend it. Again, for listeners, though, if you don't like really weird shit, if you don't know who Terry Gilliam is, or if you have seen 12 Monkeys and didn't like it, you will definitely not like it. There's a reason why it has, like, two and a half stars out of five. Like, some people rate it bad because it's not their kind of movie, which is a dumb reason to rate That's a dumb reason. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought it was really cool. And it was one of the one of the only other movies I've seen, you know, outside of the traditional Christoph Waltz role that I'm used to, the QT mm-hmm. groupie. <laughs> yeah, yep. So, Speaking uh, of. <laughs> yeah, it's, and he looks hilarious bald. It's funny. Only on Amazon Instant. Yep, that's and it's been on there forever, but that's yeah. the only place I've seen. This is perfect. I actually wanted to talk about something with Amazon. Okay. Amazon does something with movies that I wish every service did, and it lets you adjust your CC sizes. Yes, it's amazing. Oh, wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I, and colors. Yep, I just You can even that, do white or yellow. Just learned that last night. Yeah. I thought it was amazing enough to write down to mention today. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> that's, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Josh, I had the same experience. I I was Amber was like, "Calm down." I was so excited for that. <laughs> I thought down. it was such a great feature. Mm-hmm. That is, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of which, I I got on Amazon. I was gonna rent um, the Green Inferno, Eli an Eli Roth film. I've been looking forward to to watching. It just came out. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's about a group of teenagers that. Mm-hmm. Go goes like, to a hostel and gets killed. No, they go <laughs> actually. They go explore like some tribe, and they end up learning that the tribe are all um cannibals, and and then they get killed. Probably, I'm assuming it's very <laughs> grotesque, but and very violently. I'm looking yes. forward to it. So I was going to rent that, like um, fun. which I would have had to pay for, which is totally fine. I plan to, but I saw a movie called uh, Dark Places was just added. Um, <laughs> I saw you watching it. You yeah, snapped. And Dark, uh, Dark Places is a was a book I actually just finished. I didn't know the movie was out for it from the mm. author of Gone Gone Girl, Jillian um, mm. Flynn. So if cool. you guys liked Gone Girl, it's on Amazon. Watch Dark Places. It's it's the same sort of like holy shit, like this kind of fucked up sort of thing. Wait, it's That's free. Cool. Yeah, it's free. Oh, beautiful. Dark. Actually, we Sweet. we were looking for a movie to watch this weekend. Yeah. Now I'll have to get Comcast because I don't have enough hotspot to last me for a movie. <laughs> yes. It, I, I'm, it's that little amount left. Dark places. Okay. Cool. Good. You'll be able to get in the division beta. That's true. That, okay. That's a good call. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll tell myself I'll call them today. We'll, I got I got we'll a code see. for a dollar on eBay. Nice. Very nice. I'm really looking forward so, to that. I'm very curious. And then I'm very we'll see, I'm we'll looking see. forward to spending $100 on a digital copy of it. Why is that? Why? Oh, because you want to get the early starting stuff. It, well, like the season pass and everything comes with it. Oh, right. Well, see, so you think well, like, you, you, you're going to base that purchase completely off the beta mm-hmm. because, like, what if the base game you lose interest in? But I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, well, All right. he sees that, so that conversation's over. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that easy. Uh, speaking of, thank God, I I was just thinking about this the other day, actually, because, you know, I, we've talked about my Fallout 4 experience. Thank God I didn't get the season pass for that. Because I remember... Who knows when anything is going to happen yeah, for that, and, too. Yeah, or if it'll matter. Like, I remember thinking, yeah, nothing's come out, right? 
No announcement at all. Nope. Ooh, yeah, because I remember whatever it's still too early. I they think. had that stupid. It's kind of been a not very long. Yeah. But. Yeah. When they had that sock pack, I like I was like, eh, maybe I should have gotten that instead and gotten the season pass. No, I'm glad I didn't. Damn. No. I mean, I'm still definitely interested in what the DLC will be, and I'll very good chance I'll still play it. But yeah. It, yeah. I don't I'm know. Glad I didn't pay up front for it. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So um, division next week, and then. February 9th, Mighty Number no. Nine comes out, which I'll get. And that's pretty. And soon. so does Unravel. I'm, I'm never hearing about Mighty Number no. Nine. It's like almost like no one is le- like waiting for it. Josh is the only one waiting for it. <laughs> There's like no build up for it. It's weird. Well, I mean, we'll see. But that and Unravel, I'll probably I'll probably play Unravel first. I'm more excited for that. Yeah. But um, and what else? February is also Dying Light. Which you keep saying you're gonna play. Yeah, we'll see if I ever get around to it. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably was, not. There was one other major one <laughs> that I can't come up with. Oh, um, Far Cry. Right. Yeah. Which it'll probably be a day one for me. We'll see. It'll also probably be a Far Cry game. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> not, not probably. We'll see. No, I have hopes <laughs> yeah. for this one. This looks. This is a new yes, idea. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Um. I have two articles that I've been meaning to bring up for like three weeks now that I keep forgetting. Okay, do it now so you don't forget. Both of them are nothing <laughs> articles, but I wanted to bring them up anyways. Uh, Good. There is a an individual I just want to give some credit to because this is insane to me. And it's something that neither of us or any of us will ever experience or know what it took to do this. There is a blind individual who just beat the Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. After five years. Uh, after five years? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's amazing. How, I, I don't even understand I don't understand it at all. At all. Like, and there's a video yeah. of him explaining it, like, how it's all audio cue based. But even then, like, what? Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, some of those. Now, the, the first thing I'm immediately thinking of is, like, whenever you have to push around a big block and position it perfectly to make a jump to whatever and get a key or something. That's that's what you're thinking of. I'm thinking of walking. Eh. <laughs> I, I mean, just like going across the Hyrule field, you know, just, I don't, I mean, I know you could, you could certainly, there's a lot of things you could do. I'm sure he was more, much more efficient, but my primitive brain not being blind is thinking, you know, you could follow, just hug the right wall until you get to wherever you need yes, to Yes, that's what I was going to say, because that's yeah. what, I think that's what speedrunners do for that mm, game, is like they immediately... They immediately kind of like attach themselves to walls. Hmm. Fun. Yeah. Either that's, way, that's fascinating though. We are all worth. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we we didn't even talk about awesome games done quick at all. Oh no, we didn't. But like, yeah, we are t- we are definitely worthless. <laughs> like, I I mean, you could you could look at speed running as a waste of time, but but at the same time, it's it's just fascinating. Like, there there's a dude. It, if anything, it, just look up Step Mania. Just just look up Step Mania because it's it's unreal. It's like a it's like a feat of human endurance, like physical prowess that I've never ever imagined could be possible. Alex, Step Mania is like a DDR with your keypad. Yeah, that's what okay. I was, was going to explain. That cool. now, what is crazy is that. The the speed the it wasn't even really a speed run it was kind of just showing how fast people can play that game. Step Mania is 
you know, DDR. All you have to do is hit directional arrows. Yeah, I've seen games like that years and, ago. They just not big ones like this. Yeah, so like that game because it's it's only on PC, so like it has you can do whatever you want to. It has very specific ways of setting it up for you to do specific ways of playing it and whatever. So you can set the speed of songs to like crazy, like 600 beats per minute or something, and people can play that. Now, you may think, oh, well, they just memorize the pattern and just do it quickly. There's options to randomize the patterns. Uh, instead of going four up at a time, it will do two up and two down. So you kind of have to look at a midpoint and look at just those buttons and like hit them then when they cross each other. It'd be like envisioning Guitar Hero having three buttons on the bottom of the screen and two buttons on the top. Yeah. Uh. Okay, and then and then now spin the arrows individually. <laughs> so like you can't like yeah, they might be in the position that's always the left arrow, but it would just trick your brain looking at it like, oh, that's not left, you know? So one of the one of the dudes in that awesome games video just was able to play that. Perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. Like it was nothing. like just going Yeah, and not even thinking about it. Just like just tapping away like and and it it they explained it as it's not even it's not even like looking at the screen and hit like matching your fingers to what's happening on no. screen they they just get into like this trance rhythm yeah of, of knowing what to expect you, you have like, to be a savant to do it's something. crazy yeah like it's, it's just it's totally crazy <laughs> and in the video like whenever he's he's typing away like the entire screen is shaking and the table shaking just from how quickly he's moving yeah it's like yeah it's it's nuts that stuff's crazy so the two people beat super metroid in like under an hour by sharing a controller that's sweet yeah <laughs> like, um i need to i need to play more of that tonight uh i i can beat oblivion faster than anybody else <laughs> there's how there, there <laughs> It's it's a glitch. I, I don't even know if I ever showed you, Nick. I wonder if anybody ever did that then. Well, yeah, I mean, it would be stupid, but because um, you don't get anything out of the game. But you can... That's you, speed running. Well, okay, well then in that case, this would count. You yeah. can... If I remember correctly, this is the correct one, but you can take... You can do the paint paintbrush glitch, which if you drop a paintbrush in Oblivion, it creates a platform. Simon, it floats in the air, and then you can jump on it. It's, it's <laughs> For some reason, they don't fall. So you can just make a, a staircase to heaven, essentially. Get up on top of the gigantic tower in the Imperial City. And then if you do all sorts of fortifications to your acrobatics so that you don't die from the fall, you know, like boots of Spring Hill Jack, cast a couple yeah. spells, whatever, and then you fall, and it, you just fall into the center of the tower where everything, you know, you're you're behind where, where you shouldn't be, so everything looks all weird. But uh -huh. at the very bottom, there's a tiny little arch of a doorway. Not the full door, just a little arch of it. And once you open it, you go back out into the Imperial City, except it's when the Daedra have invaded. And Mayroon's Dagon is just... just That havoc. is hilarious. Yeah, how, how, like it's, it skips you to the very end of the game. How gosh. quick do you think that would take you to do? If you started the game, the only thing that would be time-consuming is finding paintbrushes. Yeah. Like, as soon as you found the paintbrushes, from the time that you go through that door, I mean, that is the end of the game. So, now, so just give me a number. Like, you start a game, how quickly do you think 
I don't know, maybe an hour if you because get enough paintbrushes. The Oblivion speedrun record is eleven minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> whenever, whenever you're speedrunning with eleven glitches, minutes, then is my guess. <laughs> I think whenever you're doing glitches, that's like a different speedrun where you're yeah. allowed to just do whatever. So Exploit I wouldn't be, it. I wouldn't be surprised if they were just like, all right, I started out with a hundred paintbrushes. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good like on PC. Yeah. See the way I'm the way. Even though I know that's a different category of speedrun, when I hear speedrun, I think you do actually you, playing it. You do everything that is literally required to progress through the game, and you do. The, it's a minimalist run, basically. Yeah, there's there's different categories, which is really funny that it's that big of a thing that there's yeah. different ways of categorizing <laughs> yeah. a speedrun. Now, like I I'd love to watch a, a full Super Metroid speedrun where they kill the four bosses or however many it is that are required and then you go down and kill mother brain you know what i mean yeah. like, i think that'd be pretty cool yeah i mean watch the one where two people are it's sharing a controller an hour <laughs> yeah you mean like one one person does the d-pad the other yep. does the oh god yep. and that's they do it wild. in under an hour that's sweet yeah i love that there uh, there's apparently spots of that game where you can skip like significant portions by making perfect jumps Hmm, that makes sense. I yeah. I can even I can probably think of examples in my head, or maybe even bomb jumping or something. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. You can definitely exploit bomb jumping. That's always been a thing. Yeah, if you have patience, you can get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. All right, article yeah. number two. <laughs> Tangent. Uh, I mean, we could just quickly go over the NPD numbers for the year. Kind of interesting. Yeah, um, I was thinking that we did forget to do that. So I'm going to just go with December 1st, just run down this, and then I'll go to the full year numbers. December, um, number 10, FIFA 16, 9, Minecraft Story Mode, whatever. Um, 8, Minecraft. Seven, That's Rainbow still crazy. 7, Rainbow Six Siege. 6, GTA 5. 5, NBA 2K16. 4, Madden NFL 16. 3, Fallout 4. 2, Battlefront. And 1, Black Ops 3. That was just for December. Now, full year. Number 10 is super interesting, and I don't understand how this is a thing. Advanced Warfare. <laughs> so was wait, the 10th best-selling game of 2015. Well, similarly, don't forget that that comes out in November every year. So, in True. theory, Black Ops 3 could be number 10 of this year. Yep. That's True. all. It's just a bullshit residual effect every year. Yeah, that's True. a good point. Because okay. I'll buy it this year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's how it happens. Mm -hmm. So nine FIFA, eight yeah Mortal Kombat. Man, was that which is surprising? Was Mortal yeah, Kombat that's a lot? Is that still talked about at all? I know they just announced they just XL. did something. They just did something recently to it that apparently broke the PC version. Well, they're rewriting the netcode. Oh, they had to rewrite the netcode. So I don't know if that's the to solve what happened, or I don't know if that's what created the issue but i did yeah i don't know i remember something. seeing headlines that said like P pc mortal Kombat basically Simon, unplayable the caffeine is taking hold of you i can see <laughs> he's he, <laughs> he's moving bouncing <laughs> uh what was it number eight number seven minecraft yeah like you said insane that's still selling so so insane <laughs> like you, you'd think everyone that wants it would have had it by now exactly mm -hmm. yeah uh six nba 2k 16 five gta 5 which i love how that is still selling um, mm -hmm. and I'm upset you didn't like it as much as I did. Four Battlefront. It's a GTA. 
<laughs> Three, unfortunately, is Fallout Four. Uh, I mean, we everybody knew that was going to sell really well. Yeah, it it could have been a an actual turd, and it would have sold off the. Yeah, top. like I mean, I would have bought it immediately, no matter what. Yeah, two Madden, which I always forget every year Madden sells still. For some reason, I, I thought I I we, that was like on the decline, but it's obviously I forgot not. after I didn't work at GameStop. Yeah, anymore. I was just going to say, once we're not working at GameStop you, anymore, we're so disconnected from like those consumers. Yeah. And the yeah. best-selling game of 2015 was Black Ops 3. Which is totally surprising, because everybody thinks Call of Duty is not doing well, and it's, it definitely it's a, is doing well. It's alive well. and very well. And I want to point yeah. out two things about this list. Number one isn't too big of a surprise, but Halo wasn't mentioned in December or full year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know, God, what a love-hate relationship. Same thing with Tomb Raider, but that's not really that surprising. No, that is not surprising at all, just being on Xbox. The surprising one? I mean, anything off the top of your head that's missing there? Uh, I'm going to kick myself whenever I don't come up with it. Battlefront. Battlefront was uh, Met- number Metal four. Gear? It was just December, Metal Gear. It? Metal Gear was not in December oh, or Met- full year. Oh, no. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm not surprised. Um, Neither was Witcher. Metal Ooh. again here. Same reason. <laughs> yeah. Same reason. Metal Gear is a niche community audience. Yeah. Yep. Witcher is absolutely mm-hmm. a niche audience yeah. that surprisingly sold pretty well. But wouldn't you on think consoles? I'm sure. Wouldn't you think Mortal Kombat's a niche audience? It's a fighter. No. I mean, I don't. No. I don't play fighters. I know what you mean, Josh, because I, I have zero interest more, in that also. I think, I think we've talked about it before, how Mortal Kombat, yeah, is a fighting game, but it's kind of different. Like, I don't play fighting games either, but I bought Mortal Kombat. True. It's it's just interesting how the two, I mean, give or take, the two best rated games of the year aren't yeah. on the NPD Top 10. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I'm so not surprised, especially because this is the fifth Metal Gear, you know? Like, at this point, people are probably very turned off of that series, you know? Like, if you haven't been following it throughout the years and whatever, like, why would you jump into this one? You know what I just randomly thought of, too? Rocket League's not on there, and I thought Rocket League sold insane. It was free for, every, like, most people. That's, it saturated the market. That's and it, would that count? It made a lot of money. As I sell? No, that would not. I don't think that would, the, would count. Like, as a sale. would a download count as a sale, even though a game is listed as free? I don't think I mean, so. I'm, That's probably why it isn't on there. I'm sure there's something written into the NPT numbers that explain that process. I just don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I mean, report your findings to us next week, Josh. The uh, <laughs> yeah, it made a ton of money, but it was because of like content, like just whatever skin stuff. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a big sell, like seller this year for Xbox. I doubt it, but it, I mean, who knows? it might be. We'll see. But uh, yeah, yeah. Those are just two things I wanted to bring up. Um, but also this morning I was checking uh, Reddit's video game news, and I saw this headline, which was from three days ago. Report suggest suggest report suggest Nintendo <laughs> NX may work with PlayStation Four. Yeah, th- no way. I I think that's just a silly rumor. What's that even mean? Yeah. So all it says, all it really says, there's a there was a tweet that said Nintendo's NX may work with smartphones, PCs, and even rival consoles such as the PlayStation Four. And this text was from a Takashi Mikazuki, Michizuki, is, um, from the Wall that's Street. That's not term. the new president, is it? I don't even know who re- he referenced a report from David Gibson. 
uh, a highly reputable chap who reports on Japanese gaming and tech chat. <laughs> so, I mean, it's all obviously it's all rumored right now. It's just an interesting idea if if there's any truth we, to that. We know that they're producing hardware, so that doesn't make any sense. Like at all. I don't know how that would how would that work? The the shared processing patent implied if used for the NX, the device could work with rival console smartphones. Hence, we believe smartphone games will work with the NX and actually help to drive sales in both. It is possible the NX works with the PS4 or PCs, which would be a major change for Nintendo and be a positive. So it's very vague. Well, also, it requires the NX, correct? Yes. So you still have to make a purchase of a Nintendo something. Yes. I, I don't know. If it works with them, what is the point of that then? I, I don't I don't know. The whole thing is super weird and just doesn't make any sense. Everything about me. the NX is shrouded in mystery and Of course. Like any other console, like any other build up to a console that we don't know yeah, anything I, about. Before, I yeah. think this is even more of an extreme because when when you think about like the next xbox or the next playstation you know what you're getting you're getting an xbox or a playstation you know it's a console whereas nintendo has come out and said this is a new experience Mm. and they're not building the next version of a wii or wii u it's something unique and different so yeah i don't know i mean there was enough there was as much speculation around the xbox when they were like the whole always on the internet and whatever but that doesn't change the console itself that was just part of it it was an xbox either way it's a yeah, I guess hub. I guess you're right. You can yeah. watch you can watch TV and all that stuff that nobody. And cares it comes about. with yeah. the Connect, and always will. Yeah, and, and we will never sell it without it. I'd like to keep bringing that up from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> never forget. <laughs> never forget. No one will ever forget anyone. Remember, yeah. remember. The Connect in December. <laughs> Did it come out in December? I don't think that. That works. was the only month that rhymed with. Actually, yeah. November would have reminded. Actually, yeah. like a lot of them yeah. Do. Disregard, please. <laughs> um, what else? What else we got? <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Try to think. Mm, I watched The Martian. Hated it. Yeah. Uh, ah. I didn't know if you wanted to talk I don't, about that. I don't because you posted a rant I, to our blog. Yeah. Wait, you did? Yeah. I have to mm, read it. Wait, let me guess. It wasn't as good as the book. Yeah. Exactly. It was you just want- a rant. I, I Alex, I like the movie. Okay, cool. I I acknowledge <laughs> it, it was. It's a, a movie. Simon, you are such a rebel. You are such a hipster. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him. I gave him the same shit. I was like, you only read the book because we knew about the movie. But I had a valid rebuttal to that. Eh. Yes, that we only read Thrones because of the show, and now that's like. Yeah, but that's not like. I, I don't know why that makes that valid, because we're just as critical of Thrones. Because I don't think you should ever say that you only have read something or know about something because it was released to a mass audience. Like, yes, The Martian was released to the mass audience through a movie. I wouldn't have known about it otherwise, because I don't, like, dig into books like that. But I'm happy that it was, because now it's one of my favorite books. Right, and that's fine. But, like, like we've come to terms with how Thrones is very varying greatly from ice and fire mm-hmm. and and you've you've accepted that mm-hmm. why can't you accept that with the march like i said and anything else that is based on a book like i said <laughs> it was a rant and it, it is fully because yeah i definitely a rant. i just finished the book right before the movie yeah. well so. good on you for writing something i'm real intrigued i can't wait to go read it it's 
it's just yeah. watch the movie first, Alex. Wait, The Martian? Yeah, I saw it. I I, I have seen. It. I was I was the first one to see it. Oh, oh, yeah, I saw it. In okay, theaters, oh, and I loved it. By the way, <laughs> Nick, I also put it on Giant Bomb, and I had a couple of replies. I need to go back and read. Them. Oh, you yeah. did. I forgot to Great. go back and read them though. Fame ensues. Watch it be no. like the most <laughs> trending thread. No. Yeah, it. I as a movie, it was fine. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I was a huge fan. Uh, because all the things that Josh complains about, you wouldn't know without reading it, mm-hmm. and thus warps your opinion of the movie. Yeah, as a standalone movie, if you see the movie and you're not it's, like, "Ooh, I hope it's, it's fine," like the book. and and I and I say that in my movie. rant, I I come out and I say that I like, I explain that it is purely because I just read the book. Disclaimers don't don't just undo a rant bullshit yeah they do <laughs> no they don't it's acknowledging that you are ranting okay yeah you're right i guess so but so, yeah the martian whatever <laughs> for those of you listeners who can't see i'm shaking my head yeah <laughs> hey first one to write something on the blog in 2016 so you two can uh, te- right I, p- I posted this year so technically not what <laughs> i was late so technically not I posted my list in 2016. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to disregard that. Oh, I'm going to end this episode. Deal. We're, um, now we're ranting. Yeah. Rambling about rambling, nothing again. Rambling. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You can find us every Monday on iTunes and other podcast services. Follow us on Twitter at 2v1podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us spread the word to other people. Yep. Tell your friends. And as I always say, that's the only way we can make it better. <laughs> Tell your friends. And um, yep. Friends. Yeah, we just need feedback. Ooh, friends. Yeah, feedback is much appreciated. All right, Simon's like high friends. over there. Yeah, it's from, it's from the in betweeners. <laughs> Watch the in betweeners. You're an in betweener. It's funny. All right. See you guys. Bye. See ya. <laughs>